السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. All praises are due to Allah, the Creator, the Cherisher, and the Sustainer of this universe, and may His peace and blessings be upon His noble Prophet Muhammad and his descendants and his companions and his followers. Salam alaikum. I want to thank brothers Marain um, van Putin uh, from Holland and Sheikh Sohib Saeed. Uh, um, who actually made a video recently uh, discussing the bridges translation of the Quran and I want to thank them because they actually um, studied one of its surahs very thoroughly actually they discussed in this video the bridges translation of the ten qiraat of the uh, noble Quran uh, compared to the only other translation of the Qiraat which is the Japanese translation. Um, first of all, auditing our translation with this level of strictness was my dream. And as soon as Sheikh Suhaib informed me of it, I welcomed it and I was so excited that some people did that and I wish that they continue auditing strictly the rest of the translation because all their comments and suggestions of corrections which I agree with will be incorporated as soon as possible in the uh, next time we publish the, uh, the book and I will definitely definitely of course acknowledge them for that work I checked the comments they made on Surat Al-An'am whether the ones mentioned in the video or the ones sent to me by Sheikh Suhaib because he sent to me 24 comments. Out of 24 comments on Surat Al-An'am I agreed on six corrections and I disagreed on 15 and I needed clarifications for three comments because I couldn't understand their points of objection. Uh, I also watched their um, interesting video uh, twice. <laughs> I want uh, to make some comments uh, on what I have heard in it and I think that what I will say also applies on other videos made by other people who spoke lately about the Qiraat. When we deal with any text, we must deal with it according to the main aim it was written for. For example, an installation guide of any machine shouldn't be read for entertainment because it is not going to entertain anyone. It should be read as an installation manual. The Quran's main aim is to be pondered in order to increase the reader's faith and discipline his character. You can never ponder a text if you do not trust its authenticity 100%. Because tadabbur or contemplating the Quran is all about looking for the wisdom behind the text. Remember that the word ayah, ayah means sign. Forget the word verse. The, word, the Quran is not poetry to be consisted of verses. The Quran is the word of God and therefore every single unit of text of the Quran is a sign, ayah, from Allah. 
So there is a wisdom coded in every ayah of the Quran. And it is the task of the believer to decode and discover or decipher the wisdom hidden in the ayah. Sometimes the wisdom is obvious, but most of the time the wisdom is a hidden gem and only through tadabbur it can be discovered. And in the Qira'at's variation or variations which affect the meaning, the, 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 there are of course two types of variations of the Qira'at. Some of them are merely linguistic or dialectical and they don't affect the meaning at all. But or um, uh, and, and that's the majority but like 25 to 30 percent of the variations affect the meaning these are the gems that are lying there waiting to be deciphered to be discovered by the ponderers so when the ponderers or those mutadabbirin do tadabbur for the text of the quran and for the qiraat variations they should be discovering these gems and therefore, there is no way that one can find wisdom in a text, in any text, unless he or she believes in its authenticity. Because if the ayah is uh, unauthentic, then any ambiguity will appear to the reader as a mistake, as a probable mistake or a probable error. This explains the hadith of several companions of Prophet Muhammad like Jundub ibn Janada, like Abdullah ibn Umar and others who said Jundub said when we were teenagers like most of the Sahaba were teenagers actually in, in, when they became Muslim we used to receive faith before receiving the Quran. Then the Surah descends on the Prophet and when we hear it, it increases us in faith. So faith comes first before the Quran because faith comes first, then by tadabbur faith increases. In the beginning, it is the faith in the authenticity of the Quran in the authenticity of every word they hear that the Prophet ﷺ was not making it up then by hearing the Quran with this faith in its origin in its divine origin and contemplating its words faith in their hearts increases the faith of, in Allah increases and I know that there are scholars at that time or the phase of pre-canonization of the Qira'at. In that period, like At-Tabari, some of them rejected some modes of recitation in some ayat. Like for example, Wal-Arhami uh, in Surah An-Nisa, as mentioned, and that was mentioned, this example was mentioned by Brother Suhaib and, and Brother Marain Van Putin in their video. Yes, I know that Imam uh, Hamza uh, in Surah An-Nisa uh, uh, read Wal-Arhami Bil-Kasr, not Wal-Arhama, like others. And some scholars at that time, in the time of pre-canonization period, they rejected it. They thought it's a, it's a mistake. 
here let me let me just explain this this to uh, to you uh, the very first ayah in surah an-nisa says a'udhu billahi as-sami'il alim min ash-shaytanir rajim ya ayyuhan nas taqu rabbakum alladhi khalaqakum min nafsin wahidatin wa khalaqa minha zawjaha wa batha minhuma rijalan kathiran wa nisaa واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا إمام حمزة ردت واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا instead of saying والأرحام he said والأرحام uh, this ayah well, here. Okay. So, he said, wal arhami instead of wal-arhama. Why did he do so? Let's see. Of course, he got it like that. He got it from his chain of narration. So, so this is one of the ways of reciting this ayah. But some scholars were not aware of this way of recitation. First of all, no one is a hujja ala al-Islam. No one is actually uh, uh, um, that, that his word is the final word except Prophet Muhammad And when it comes to the qiraat of the Quran, especially if this person preceded the establishment of this branch of knowledge, the qiraat, then he is not a hujja at all. Imam al-Tahir ibn Ashur criticized those who rejected this mode of reading by saying I can't translate all that, but he went so hard on them, those who rejected this qira'ah of Imam uh, Hamza by Kas, by saying, wal arhami, instead wal arhama, thinking that it's a mistake. And he even called them so arrogant and self-conceited because they thought that the Arabic forms are limited to what they know about Arabic. And then he mentioned that Ibn Malik himself, Sahib al-Alfiyah, Alfiyah ibn Malik, the one, the, this great, one of the greatest linguists in the history of Arabic grammar, the one who wrote Alfiyah ibn Malik, the 1000 uh, poetry uh, verses uh, on uh, explaining the whole Arabic grammar in them. He said that he mentioned that he allowed this kind of jar without the repetition of harf al-jar because all this fuss is because Hamza read it instead of saying because they think that linguistically it should be if he wants to make kasr for the meme but as long as he is not repeating harf al-jar the ba' then he should have read it well, like the rest. Ibn Ashur criticizing them said, 
how can they have the audacity to say it to say that it was wrong to read like that though it existed in ancient arabic poetry and when they were told so that it existed in the ancient arabic poetry that even preceded the descendants of the quran they said well uh, that was just a poetic license so only in poetry this is allowed and this must be a joke because actually a very silly joke because ancient poetry has always been the most important and reliable reference of arabic forms so any discrediting of a mode of recitation that has been accepted by the scholars of the qiraat and came from several chains of narration is a dangerous attitude and it opens the doors of disorder and corruption and shubuhat that can drive and it did drive actually some people or many people out of the fold of iman so this has to stop actually and and i don't mean so i marine but the brothers who took part in discrediting some qiraat of some words without having the knowledge of the qiraat should understand that they stepped into a minefield and that they will be standing before allah and they will not have anything to defend themselves with when they see that they caused some ignorant people to shun the quran so take my advice and learn enough before you talk because i swear the qiraat is the most difficult branch of knowledge in islam and it is not limited to learning the ways of performing them performance of the qiraat is the most simple part of it all the vast majority of scholars of the quran at an era that was very close to the era of the wahi of the descendants of the revelation accepted those 10 qiraat as authentic qiraat after looking into the chains of narration from which they came from and after looking into the rest of the conditions put for canonization of the qiraat no one now can come today after 13 centuries to reinvent the wheel and say that i will critique the qiraat okay so that's just a word that I'm saying generally because in the last uh, two years there have been like a lot of discourse about the Qur'an from people uh, and this created some, um, some, some issues uh, and, and I tried to stay away from this because I was uh, busy with the daily tadabbur that we were doing in Arabic but we finished alhamdulillah like last month. Now back to the video of Sheikh Suhaib Saeed and brother Marian van Putin and I will discuss some of their comments on the bridges translation the example that was given in the video for example it's not from Surah Al-An'am actually it's from Surah Al-Kahf but they gave that example of why we differentiated between or uh, between uh, two qiraat like that or something like that so it's actually in Surah Al-Kahf, ayah number 77, in which uh, uh, Prophet Musa is talking to Al-Rajul Al-Salih, Al-Abd Al-Salih, who is named Al-Khidr in, in the Tafsir. 
The says, فانطلق حتى إذا أتيا أهل قرية استطعما أهلها فأبوا أن يضيفوهما فوجدا فيها جدارا يريد أن ينقض فأقامه قال لو شئت لاتخذت عليه أجرا So the, the, the ayah ends with Prophet Musa telling Al-Khidr قال لو شئت لاتخذت عليه أجرا In our translation we translated it as um, uh, let me translate the whole ayah for you so that you can know the context there they found a wall tending to collapse so he repaired it he said if you wanted you could have charged a reward for it this is how we translated it if you if you uh, if you wanted you could have charged a reward for it Ibn Kathir and Abu Amr and Yaqub three of the ten Qurra they did not read it لَتَّخَذْتَ They read it لَتَخِذْتَ لَتَخِذْتَ So in this actually uh, So we're talking about لَتَّخَذْتَ and لَتَخِذْتَ So we are uh, This قِرَاءَ uh, Instead of saying you could have charged a reward for it We translated it in the footnotes He said if you had wanted you could have taken a reward for it instead of charged a reward for it. So instead of saying charged, we said taken. Which I believe that uh, 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 the two gentlemen who are critiquing the, 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 the translation did not maybe fathom why we did so. So maybe they thought that it's just, we just need to differentiate and that's it. But that's not true. There is a big difference between لَتَّخَذْتَ and لَتَخِذْتَ So again, it's about pondering. And this um, uh, um, translation is mainly made for people to ponder in English. The ponderer of the Qur'an should ask himself, which word did Prophet Moses utter? Did Prophet Moses say لَتَّخَذْتَ or لَتَخِذْتَ? Right? And the one that he said, the one that he uttered with his, with, his, with, with his mouth is the right one. Right? Okay. Which one did he say? Okay. Al-Khidr. In, in the story, did he say مَسْطَاعُ or مَسْتَطَاعُ? Which one? In Surah Al-Shu'ara'a, did Prophet Moses say in Surah Al-Shu'ara? Did Prophet Moses say, "Wayadiqu sadri, wala yantaliqu lisani," or like in the other Qur'an, "Wayadiqa sadri, wala yantaliqa lisani"? So this is the main point. Which one of those did he say? Of course, neither one, because his conversation with Al-Khidr was not in Arabic. So Moses never uttered لَتَّخَذْتَ or لَتَخِذْتَ He never uttered with his mouth وَيَضِيقُ صَدْرِي or وَيَضِيقَ صَدْرِي وَلَا يَنْطَلِقُ لِسَانِي وَلَا يَنْطَلِقَ لِسَانِي Neither one Al-Khidr never said مَسْطَاعُ or مَسْتَطَاعُ We all know that they were not conversing in Arabic Probably it was Hebrew or Aramaic or ancient Egyptian so here we are in front of a, of, of a bewildering phenomenon 
The Quran is rewriting the scenario of what happened between people in these ancient stories and is articulating it very artistically in the Arabic language after adding to the language innovative new forms and new expressions. This is mind-blowing, but you must ponder in order to see the gem. If we get back to Okay, let's go back to this now. In the first Qira'a, hmm, which we translated like that, charged, a reward for it. The second Qira'a, taken a reward for it. Is there a difference? I'll show you. Pondering, pondering shows you that there's a difference. In the first Qira'a, the focus of Moses in his speech was on the stingy people of the town who refused to offer them any hospitality, not even a drink of water, not, any, not even a small sandwich, and those are travelers. So in his opinion, when they, uh, uh, both of them built a, a wall that was about to collapse, he said, in his, because in his opinion, that those people, stingy people, do not deserve it, do not deserve this, free service so he said if you wanted you could have charged a reward for it because normally you charge people money for the work you do for them so his focus was on the bad people stingy people who got a free service but in the second qira'a his focus was on them al-khidr himself and moses himself who deserved to take something for their effort, especially that they were hungry. So he used the, fur, the, 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 the verb not or is verb verb if you had wanted, you could have taken a reward for it. Take is different from charge. Take, you take. You just take. Charge, you charge others. You charge people. So here, the Quran is artistically articulating it in Arabic that what Moses, whatever Moses said, he focused on the two sides. Okay, and I agree, by the way, with, with uh, Suhaib that it doesn't have to be loudly and gently like the book of Tawjih al-Qira'at, which he mentioned, that which he quoted. But it is true that he could have said it twice, each time with a different concept, trying to convince al-Khidr, but not necessarily loudly and gently. Because there is no evidence on that, or the the uh, the, the 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 author of the book of Tajir Qur'an that Sheikh Suhaib mentioned should should have explained to us why does he see that loudly and gently. But this also answers Suhaib's comment on Bridges' translation regarding the references, because we did not mention one book of Tajir Qur'an, and he criticized this. Simply, we did not use one book of Tawjih al-Qara'at. 
تفسير ابن عاشور and تفسير الرازي and الألوسي and البقاعي are much more reliable than all the books of توجيه القراءات in my opinion uh, uh, that in my own opinion that these books of tafsir of the great sheikhs are much more reliable than these books of توجيه القراءات because many of what I have seen doesn't have evidence so so the books of the tafsir like ibn ashur especially he filtered in his book all these um uh, uh, opinions and he only wrote what made sense same thing with al-razi by the way so I, I, in my own opinion ibn ashur's tafsir is phenomenal when it comes especially when it comes to these issues and 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 also I love his brave way in critiquing them, others, when he sees that they are wrong. Yeah. So now I answered you regarding something that you took against our translation, which is the lack of the references of Tawjiyya Qur'at. They are not missing. We did not use them, actually. Okay? We saw that several books of Tafsir were more reliable than them. Okay. Another point that was mentioned in the video um, and in several comments actually on Surah Al-An'am that sometimes we differentiate between terms that are different in the Arabic text only as a formulaic variations so but they all mean the same at the end. So why do we need to distinguish between them in English translation? When it's just uh, uh, formu uh, formulaic. Distinguishing between terms that look similar. While for people uh, uh, who do tadabbur look different is one of the main features of Bridges translation. Yes, Anzala seems similar or a synonym of Nazala, but they are not. They are not. We standardized Anzala and as sent down, and Nazala as um, uh, uh, bestow from on high. Bestow from on high. And I'll tell you why. Same thing with also. يذكرون يذكرون يتذكرون This is a main feature of Bridges translation and we were not the first to do that before uh, before us Dr. Muhammad Mahmoud Ghali the founder of Kulliyat al-Lughat wa Tarjama in Al-Azhar University may Allah uh, bless his soul did the same thing Dr. Muhammad Mahmoud Ghali. His, his translation is so accurate. I know that it's, uh, it irritates some people because of the level of accuracy. But uh, he is actually the founder of the Faculty of Languages and Translation in Al-Azhar University. So he also did the same in, in his peculiar translation. We translated Anzala as send down, Nazala as bestow from on high. Okay, on which basis do we do that? So the issue here is, yes, you can say 
Why did you differentiate between anzala and nazala? But you cannot go and, and, and label this as a mistake or an error unless you ask us, why did we do so? Uh, so, on which basis did we differentiate between them like that? This is the question, because someone may think that nazala is to send gradually, as explained in several books of tafsir. But I have the right to take a different opinion and to see that this tafsir is not accurate or actually wrong. Allah said that and yeah, uh, 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 most people believe that the Torah was not sent gradually. So uh, anyway, we, the, the, the translator has the right to take a certain tafsir. So we did not see that means to send gradually. We don't see that. But what we did is we checked all the contexts of nazala. And we found that it comes when the focus is on the divine origin of the Wahi. The divine origin. So we chose bestow from on high as a translation based on our own tadabr. This is a matter of opinion. And in my own opinion, it should not be held against the translator as if it is an error in translation. It's not an error in translation. But you may like it or not. You may differ with him or not. But you cannot consider it as an error in the translation. When we come to يَذْكُرُونَ يَذَّكَّرُونَ يَتَذَكَّرُونَ يَذْكُرُونَ Dr. Ghali and us in Bridges, we translated it as remember. يَذْكُرُونَ Remember. Okay? But... تشديد الكاف يذكر I'm sorry yeah يذكرون we made it would be so that you would be mindful and us we made it so you may remember تشديد الذال which is يذكرون we made it constantly remember okay for example let's take because i don't want to get confused let's take a uh, an ayah here and see how we dealt with this ayat al-an'am 126 and this is your lord's path straight we have surely detailed the signs for people who constantly remember. We made it constantly. So whenever it is يذكرون, we made it constantly uh, uh, remember. Ibn Ashur said that this lamb لقوم يذكرون is lam al which means it's a rationale. It means that the reason why God detailed his signs is for people who remember God and their covenant, remember their covenant with him continuously. Not yadhkurun. Because yadhkurun, remember, it can be a single event. But yadhkurun, 
It's something that happens continuously. Allah sent his signs, Allah sent the, his wahi so that people may take it and continuously keep remembering Allah. So it's different from yadhkurun. Yadhkurun is continuous. Yadhkurun can be just a single event. Okay, same thing in Al-A'raf 126. Let me just read the uh, 126 in Al-An'am. Here, uh, in Al-An'am, it says, And this is your Lord's path, straight. We have surely detailed the signs for people who constantly remember. Yadhakarun, constantly remember. Let's go to Al-A'raf 126. يا بني آدم قد أنزلنا عليكم لباس يواري سوآتكم وريشة ولباس التقوى ذلك خير ذلك من آيات الله لعلهم يذكرون O children of Adam, we have sent down upon you garments to cover your private parts and for luxury but the garment of mindfulness of God that is better. That is of Allah's signs that they may constantly remember. Okay? So this ni'mah, this blessing of wearing clothes instead of walking around naked like animals, is in effect one of the signs of Allah so that people would use it constantly to, to continuously remember the blessings of Allah. So saying, يذكرون, which is an instantaneous event that happens for an instant or a very short while is not suitable. What suits the nature of this context is يذكرون, constantly remember. A critique uh, may find it uh, irrelevant that we distinguish between يتذكرون and يذكرون. يتذكرون and yeah, uh, uh, and uh, uh, Why? Because usually Arabs omit the ta and make tashdeed on the next uh, letter. So at the end, they both have the same meaning. Yadhakarun has the same meaning of yatadhakarun. Usually Arabs do that. Here comes the role of tadabur. And what triggers the tadabbur here is the question. If they are exactly of the same meaning, why would Allah use both forms? If they are at the end synonyms, why is he using both? Sometimes this one, sometimes that one. There must be a difference. Even if a very subtle one. Yatadhakkarun, when we uh, traced it, we found that يَتَذَكَّرُونَ came seven times only in the Qur'an. Every single time of them after لَعَلَّهُمْ which is حرف رجاء that one wishes that they do something. Wishing the verb. Wishing the, the remembrance. Okay? The seven times came after لَعَلَّهُمْ which is حرف رجاء and the seven times were in the context of wahi, of revelation. This denotes something. Let's take for example, uh, I'll show, for example, Surah Ibrahim, 
الله سبحانه وتعالى السد ويضرب الله الأمثال للناس لعلهم يتذكرون أن الله sets forth الله sets forth parables for mankind that they may remind themselves so for يتذكرون we didn't make it constant, uh, 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 constantly remember we make it remind themselves the revelation is not magic. That's what the ayah tells me in Tadabbur. Allah sets forth parables for mankind that they may remind themselves. Not that the ayat will remind them. No. People have to use the revelation of Allah to remind themselves of their covenant with Allah. The revelation is not magic that reminds people of their Lord. No. People must make use of the revelation and use it to remind themselves. Look also for in Surah Al-Qasas, ayah number 43. وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا مُوسَى الْكِتَابَ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا أَهْلَكْنَا الْقُرُونَ الْأُولَى بَصَائِرَ لِلنَّاسِ وَهُدًا وَرَحْمَةً لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَذَكَّرُونَ It says, And we certainly brought Moses the scripture after we had annihilated the earliest generations as insights for mankind and guidance and mercy that perhaps they would remind themselves. God here is talking about his revelation of the Torah to Moses, peace be upon him, that he, Allah, revealed uh, this book to him so that they hopefully would use it to remind themselves. Not to remember, not even to, con to continuously remember, but here to remind them because they, they have a role in it. They have a role in it. So saying يذكرون or يذكرون is not suitable here. And you will not find different قراءات in it. It just came as a single قراءة يتذكرون. Subhanallah. Surah Al-Qasas. Yeah, Allah said, وَمَا كُنْتَ ثَاوِيًا فِي أَهْلِ مَدْيَنَا تَتْلُوْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِنَا وَلَكِنَّا كُنَّا مُرْسِلِينَ وَمَا كُنْتَ بِجَانِبِ الطُّورِ إِذْ نَادَيْنَا وَلَكِنْ رَحْمَةً مِنْ رَبِّكَ لِتُنْذِرَ قَوْمًا مَا أَتَاهُمْ مِنْ نَذِيرٍ مِنْ قَبْلِكَ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَذَكَّرُونَ Allah says in Surah Al-Qasas, ayah number 45 and ayah number 46, he says, nor were you by the side of Mount Tour when we called out. Rather, it was a mercy from your Lord so that you may warn a people to whom no warner had come before you that perhaps they would remind themselves. Again, the same context of wahi, revelation, preceded by la'allahum, raja' wishing, which means that there is a duty on them to use it to remind themselves, not simply remember by coincidence. Hmm? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَقَدْ وَصَّلْنَا لَهُمُ الْقَوْلَةِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَذَكَّرُونَ It says, and surely we have conveyed the word to them that they may remind themselves. Seven, par seven, seven, seven uh, occurrences in the Quran where all yatadhakkaroon came after la'allahum and all yatadhakkaroon came in the context of revelation. Wallahi, pondering this book leaves you speechless. Speechless. 
but without pondering it, you will not find the gens. And all what we wanted to do by standardizing these terms was to facilitate tadabbur for non-Arab speaking Muslims. Muslims, not non-Muslims actually, because one has to believe in the authenticity of the text in order to do tadabbur. A non-Muslim can read it, but not do tadabbur, unless he believes in its divine origin. It is true that uh, those non-Arab speaking people will not be able to read in the translation but they can realize the differences between remind themselves and remember and constantly remember and then contemplate the contexts in which each of these expressions uh, was mentioned. We did not focus on translating the meanings of the Quran only, like many translators. We focused also on translating the way of God in speech. Because non-Arab speaking people have the right to learn how their Lord spoke. This book, the Quran, will give you whatever you are looking for. If you are looking for inspiration and increase in your faith, it will increase you in faith. And if you are looking for mere knowledge, it will increase you in knowledge. But if you are looking for mere knowledge, it will not inspire you or increase you in faith. Unless you believe in, in it as a source of faith. To conclude, I want to thank my brothers, Sheikh Suhaib and brother Marijn van Putin. Dr. Marijn van Putin, I think you got your PhD recently, and Dr. Suhaib as well. I want to thank them for auditing one surah like that. And I really, really wish that they continue to audit the rest of our translation, because I will definitely incorporate the corrections that I agree with them on in our uh, translation to make it much more accurate, inshallah. Of course, after taking into consideration what I just explained about our translation and the aims of this translation and the, the main features of these translations so that you, they don't criticize some of the features of the translation as, as, as if they were errors or something like that. And I think in this case, the 70% accuracy mentioned by Brother Suhaib will be increasing and, uh, and uh, should be reviewed. Anyway, Jazakumullah Khairan, thank you so much for listening to this uh, video. And uh, if there is any mistake, then it's from myself and from the shaitan. And if anything right, then it's from Allah. Jazakumullah Khairan, Barakallah Fikum, Wassalamu Alaikum